yo, what's going on everybody, this is Shay, coming back at y'all with another episode of the Emmaus Proposition, and I hope y'all doing well over there man, um, as usual, things are just popping off over this way, uh, getting settled in after that that uh, that week long vacation with, um, with my extended family, and uh, trying to get the kids caught back up in school, and man, getting ready for the holidays, trying to get settled in uh, before the madness hits, so just like everybody else, man, things are just popping off, hope y'all doing good though, hope everything's, um, man, everything's going right in your life, thank y'all for tuning in and listening to my voice as I talk about, you know, all my crazy issues and stuff that I got going on, but it's fun though, man, I'm glad you're on this journey with me, uh, as we just talk about God and um, if y'all are just tuning in to the Emmaus proposition, uh, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate y'all joining me, man. Um, here at the Emmaus proposition, we, we firmly believe that everything, absolutely everything in all creation is about Christ. Everything is from him and through him and to him. And so all of our conversations, all of the stuff we experience with culture, everything we go through in life, man, ultimately, uh, either by type or anti-type weaves its way back to the love of Christ. And so we're proud. I'm proud of the work uh, that we're doing over here, man. Y'all been joining me on this adventure, whether it's through YouTube or on a podcast. Uh, this thing is, is streaming out to both of those venues. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate the love and support. Um, and uh, and happy to keep doing it, man. Just trying to keep coming up with, with topics to talk about that are engaging. And um, hopefully going to be doing some different stuff with some different people to make sure we're keeping this thing fresh and growing and uh, getting better and better at it. So I appreciate y'all supporting me on this journey, man. Uh, today, as you can see by the title, we're going to be talking about Christian hip hop. And um, for some people out there, I know that's, I've heard some people say some, some snarky comments like, isn't that like a, uh, what do they call that? <laughs> like, um, those two things don't fit together. I forget what the term is for that. But they're like, that's a that's a conundrum, isn't it? How are you gonna how are you gonna have Christian hip hop? Hip hop is, in their view, is not God glorifying. It's not God honoring. So how are you gonna um, fit those two things together? And so, and even um, because I live in a in a cultural context that is not necessarily a hip hop community, right? Even for folks that are uh, that are in the like of a more of a, a hip hop community, they would say stuff like, "Like, yo, uh, that stuff is corny, man. Like, nobody wants to hear uh, them rapping about God over a beat. Like, that's that's just crazy." And so we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Uh, we're gonna talk about my uh, interactions with Christian hip hop. We're gonna talk about, as far as I know, uh, what I've learned about the genre over whole, over overall what that's been like and then uh i'm a i'm gonna break down a song for y'all that just came out that just dropped um hopefully i do that the right man the, the right way uh definitely don't want to get any kind of copyright strikes against me or anything like that but uh i've seen other people do reactions to stuff and uh i know there's a way to do it i'm still trying to learn how to do it i haven't done a hip-hop episode since um since this channel first started, right? I, I previewed uh, Goody Mob. 
And I talked a lot about how uh, hip-hop has influenced my life and um, the culture, the art form, um, the messaging behind it, how, how impactful it was for me as a young man. Um, when I got to be a bit older, I was working on a church staff, and um, the music director at the time came to me and said, yo, I, uh, I just heard this, this album, and I think you might like it. And he hands it to me, and it is uh, Everyday Process. I forget the name of the album right offhand. But it was uh, it was Everyday Process's first album. And I was like, okay. like I, <laughs> Up to that point, what I knew about, and you could tell, it was like a Christian hip-hop uh, album. The, the guys are up there. They're like in, you know, they got their street clothes on. Uh, you know, they they fit it up. And I'm like, okay. Um, because of what what I knew about Christian hip hop at the time, it was like it was a little bit on the cornier side. You know what I mean? Like um, cats were cats were like trying to deliver a message, but I don't think they were all the way caught up with um, the the style and the the cadence of where hip hop was at the time. So there was a lot of there was a lot of choppiness as they were trying to figure out like how do we how do we fit theology over a hip hop stanza. Um, while while trying to like maintain some of the culture of hip hop, but like putting God in the midst of that culture, and there was there, I think there was some growing pains with it, right? There was there was a lot of cats that came out, man, that were they were loving the Lord, and they and they grew up loving hip hop, and so what they what they were trying to do was um, take that love um, for something that was cultural, and they knew a lot of cats like. They were embedded within the culture that wouldn't. They, they're not going to go to church to listen to stuff, um, and so they're not going to. They're not going to hear the gospel message, and so they were trying to blend the two things. And over time, man, the genre just got better and better. And cats start coming out, putting out better and better products. Um, cats that were like they were really talented as they were coming through, um, because what hip hop affords. Um, what, what hip-hop affords the artists is space to tell a complete story um, without the need for, like, chorus, chorus and bridges and stuff like that. Like, you could, just, you could just get, like, bar upon bar upon bar. You can get, like, 16 bars in to, uh, like, a, a theological uh, tryst, and, and, it, and it fits within the beat. Like, if you try to do that with, like, a country song... Uh, you got to break that up. Like there's, there's not, <laughs> or a pop song or or R and B song. Like there's, there's bridges and there's chorus and there's all this stuff. And so it doesn't afford you to like to pack as much in um, before you have to transition to a new thought. Like you could put, uh, you can put a, a full explanation of a deep theological thought within one stanza of of a hip hop song, right? And so I think, I think. Uh, theology is a is a perfect mix for um, for what hip hop is trying to do. And um, honestly, what hip hop was, I feel like what what hip hop started off as it was a, it was a street language that was trying to convey life, like real life uh, happenings. Like people were really going through some of the stuff they were seeing, and it was so it was so scarring for uh, for their minds. Uh, they needed without without having to break up uh, the story they needed a way to just tell the story 
and then maybe put like a um, a chorus or 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 hook or something like that at the end of it. So one of the first hip hop songs I remember listening to was um, the Furious Five. Um, you know, they talking about don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> right? So you had that Grandmaster Fast for the Furious Five. But with that song, like if you listen to the lyrics of that song, not just the the hook that everybody knows, right? If you listen to like the actual lyrics of that song, man, they they're describing like devastation. Um. The, the things that they were seeing through the lens of, you know, late 70s uh, New York City, they weren't pretty. And they were they were describing, like, uh, don't push me because, like, I feel like I'm about to go crazy. Like, this, this, this situation almost feels unlivable. And it's, it's juxtaposed, right? Like, just listening to his voice, it, it sounds so... Um, there's a feeling of like there's a feeling of hopelessness, but there's a feeling at the same time like of almost like simultaneous joy in the midst of it because he's like he's trying to to figure out this world. And so the ha uh, ha 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 as he says that there's there's like a um, there's a mix that's going on with it. Like there's laughter, but it's not funny laughter. You know what I mean? And so about ever since I. I have been playing around with hip-hop in my life, right? And, and hip-hop came into this golden age right around the time that I was I was a young dude. So hip-hop has always been there. And so when it came to, to Christian hip-hop, and I listened to that, that Everyday Process album, right? I was expecting straight cornball kind of stuff and listened to that album. And it was like listening to them um, explain these deep theological truths, man, and and the beats and the production wasn't corny. I was hooked. I was I was hooked instantly, man. Like I was I was trying to listen to everything I could get my hands on. And there's been all kind of cats out there. Um, like I said, everyday process has been out there. A lot of cats like Lecrae. I'm iffy on Lecrae a lot of times, man. If I'm being honest, I don't. I don't I'm a um, I'm a theological thinker, right? And so. Um, Lecrae and, and a couple of those cats that were coming out with 116, um, they were they were good, and I think they were explaining, I think they were good a good bridge between people that were coming out of like like a harder hip hop uh, background into more of a like a like what does Jesus have to say with some of these issues? Like I think they were a good bridge to that, but I think um, because I'm such a, a theological thinker, I've never really gravitated toward um, Toward most of those cats that were coming out of Woman Six, I, I think um, Lecrae being probably the one I listened to the least, just because like watching his career over the years, there's always been like a uh, he's always felt like he was one foot in, one foot out, and I'm not I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just just describing like what I was what what I was feeling at the time as I was starting to listen to some Christian hip hop, right? But there was other cats out of Woman Six that were that were cool. Um, Trip Lee has always been a cat that like, um, and maybe because he has this southern accent to him, like I've, I've always felt like drawn to him. Um, but he's always been good. Um, Tadashi is one of those other cats that you know sometimes listen to, like especially like Tadashi man, because they coming out of like Houston. 
they got they got these club bangers that is just like man if if there was such thing as a christian club this joint would be popping off right here uh like tadashi came out with uh dum 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 dee dee dum dum dee dee dum dum dee dee dum dum dee dee yo he killed it on that one right and uh and trip lee as he came out with a few songs and they were just like they were good in deep theological thought but like um because my mind operates the way it was like i was always like oh man like this is this is good stuff and i'm and i'm glad for it and i'm uh, i'm thankful for um and matter of fact there was there was a lot of cats like um K, like kj52 um was early on um fanatic before he before his recent walk away man um like he just walked away from the faith and man i, I wish he hadn't because he was coming out with some with some good stuff uh ambassador came out with a banger on the thesis like that that album was that album was priceless to my to my uh like settling in to my christian faith you know what i'm saying because he he was just helping me like I, I have this culture and I have this thought process, but I need a way to not have to fully walk away from like, there has to be some redeemable parts about the way I experience my life. Right. And man, that was one of the albums that helped out a lot. Um, and there were some other cats. I'm not, I'm not thinking off right off hand. It, it'll come to me and I'll bring them up. But, um, so I started listening. I, I know, um, there were some other cats out there. But I just wasn't hip to them. Like I had stuff that I was like, okay, I like this cadence. I like these bars. There was other cats that I think they were trying to figure out their style, but I didn't want to journey with them. Like I, there were certain cats that felt more polished, and so I gravitated toward a few of those dudes, right? And then um, over time, as I'm getting more engrossed in what what it could be and, and what. Uh, the genre looks like of Christian hip hop. Man, I start running into cats like uh, Shylin, Timothy Brindle, uh, Hazakim, um, Jay Sun, um, Evangel, and oh my goodness, man! Like these cats are these cats are pretty much like pastors that have the have the gift of rhyme, like. Um, just good cadence, good beat. Um, that really like they they handled the art well. And um, shoot, man, um, these cats got together and put out an album called The Church. Um, had uh, had Stephen Levite on there. Had Timothy Brindle. Had Hazakim. Had Shylin. And these cats took some. Um, took some um some theological thoughts and positions from uh nine marks and nine marks is uh you can go look up there's like there's books um of this author that talks about like the marks of a, of a healthy church right and they just went through and made an album on each one of those points that they brought up and man the, the album was fire man they talk about like expositional preaching they talked about um church discipline um, they talked about conversion. Triple E was on that album talking about conversion, and man, his joint, his joint on there, man, it's one, of, it's one of the best things I ever heard out of Triple E, man. Like he was so like, he was nailing like every theological point, man, and it was so good. Like our need to be converted, uh, our need to be born again, 
Oh, man, it was so good. Uh, Shy Lin came out with, man, at least at least three albums that I would say are just like classic, right? Um, four. I would say four, actually, because um, you had the Attributes of God album where he took like um, an Attribute of God per song and just went through and just rhymed over that, right? He came out with Lyrical Theology 1 and 2, um, one dealing with the heart, one dealing with the mind. And, man, though, man, those joints, man, especially on the mind one. And they talk about uh, regeneration. And um, I forget who it was that was on the turntables on that one. But, man, it was fantastic, man. Y'all got to go pick up these albums. I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't recommend them enough. Um, and then every Easter, I, I go back and listen to the Atonement album by Shy Lin. And man, it just gets me ready for the Easter season as they're, as they're talking about like sin, as he's talking about like what Christ did on the cross. There's one song where he, where he, uh, he has uh, Timothy Brindle on the, on the uh, hook. And he says, um, forever I will tell. In three hours, Christ suffered more than any sinner ever will in hell. And it's, it's echoing, it's like echoing out. And it's like, oh my goodness, it's, it's such a banger, man. Um, but all kind of cats are out there. Um, um, Timothy Brindle, um, Zeta Blacksmith, and Stephen the Levite came out with an album called The Collective, and they um, actually in the in the midst of like uh, putting that out and touring for it, they went overseas and um, just experienced uh, like Israel and. Um, like Turkey and, and different places like that, Ephesus and all that kind of stuff. And while that album was out, man, um, man, the three of their voices combined. Yo, Zayda Blacksmith, yo, for any cast that's out there that's listening that might speak Spanish too, Zayda Blacksmith, he has some, like, oh my goodness. He came out with this album, um, uh, The Mosaic Mixtape. <laughs> and... Yo, this cat, he the album is is laid out like a mixtape, like those old school mixtapes where it just it blends from song to song. Like there's not a there's not a stopping point. The DJ is just on the song and he's blending each song together and, and stringing them together and stuff like that, right? And uh, oh my goodness, that album as he Zayn speaks me, he he speaks Spanish, so he go he has one song called Spanglish. And he's going back and forth, English to Spanish. And he's not, he's not like, he's not missing a beat, man. Like he's, as he's rhyming in Spanish, it's the same cadence as he rhymes in English. Even though like the sentence structure is different, like he's able to like just blend back and forth. Oh man, it's, it's artistry, man. The, the art is just, is, is great. Um, what's the album I'm thinking of? Uh, Theopanes with Hazakim. And yo, the first time, so uh, me and a friend of mine, we went and saw Hazakim. It was Hazakim, Timothy Brindle, and um, Stephen the Levite. We went and saw them. Uh, it was like an, a, an apologetics workshop. And then right after that, the three of them did a concert. And so they're going through all their songs, right? And as you listen to Theopanes, uh, Hazakim's whole whole gig, man, they, they want uh, people of a Jewish background. They want um, people of a Jewish background to know that Jesus is the promised Messiah 
for the Jews. And so that's that's their that's their whole thing. So they take all these Jewish elements and they point them to Christ. And so on a few of their songs on Theopanes, they have the Horn of Shafar. And if you've never seen that, you can Google it. It's like a big, um, it's like a ram horn that they blow in. And it makes a very distinct sound um, if you ever hear it live in person. Like it's, it, it kind of gets you ready for battle. And, that, and that's what they would use it for. They would use it, one of, the, one of their uses was to use it to get ready to go to battle, right? And uh, they would use that horn um, in the songs. And uh, and there was some there was some um, there was some singing part like they would sing like in the in the old like it sounds like that ancient um, not even not even necessarily ancient but like Jew like Jewish hymns like as they're uh, they're singing out in their dialect. I always thought that they were just taking like a clip because that's that's natural to hip hop right like you take a clip and you you rework it into the song and stuff like that. You know as we're at the concert this this cat. I think it was Tony from Hazakim. He comes out and he starts singing like in Arabic. And you're like, what? Like jazz. Like it's, it's one of those things that you, I think you have to experience a lot. Um, but man, the, the genre is like, it's just improving and improving. And now like more cats are coming out. And um, you, you, got, you got all kind of cats. Like Dayton uh, is pretty good. Um, Bizzle, uh, and that's one of the songs that I'm a that I'm a preview for y'all. Uh, Bizzle is is man, hands down like one of the best lyricists and um, one of the best like thinkers that I think I've run into. Like this cat is just like he's just on it, man, and, and all of his bars are just like it. They hit you in the gut with truth, and um, that's the thing I love, man. I, I love to to get hit by truth. Not only truth uh, theologically, but culturally, where people are just looking at the world and saying, "Man, this is this is not how the world is supposed to operate," and not and not afraid to get called out um, or to call out some of the stuff they're seeing. Right, uh, as we see in like Micah, it talks about what does the Lord require, but for us to do justice. Like, it, there's not a way to do justice as we're ignoring like falsehoods. One one of the ways that we have to do justice, we have to call out what's right, and we have to call out what's wrong. And Bizzle does like an awesome job of just being like, I don't care what political party you belong to, this is wrong. Um, and so, um, that's what I want to do for y'all, man. I wanna I wanna play a song. I wanna react to it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna start and stop it within there. Yo, I this is my first time um, using this kind of software where. I'm doing this, so there's going to be some growing pains uh, with doing this. But I want to try to do this more often, man. Do some more reaction to stuff because there's a there's a lot of stuff going out in the world that I don't want to just talk to y'all. I want to actually show you. And for y'all listening on the podcast, I'm sorry you're not watching, <laughs> but give me some love on YouTube too. <laughs> but yo, um, so this is Bizzle. Uh, for some reason, the uh, the actual um, part the actual like song like on YouTube wouldn't come up, so I had to find an alternative version. But yo, this is uh, Biz, uh, Bizzle. The name of the song is called Bamboozled. Uh, yo, y'all check this out. Bizzle got over money, yeah. I just been 
sitting back, watching, taking in information, not jumping to conclusions. They try to play on our emotions so much, I like to, to sit back and wait for the dots to connect. So yeah, that's just the first joint off the bat, right? Like, he's like, I see all this stuff going on in the world, but I'm not trying to, like, respond, like, too soon. I like to sit back and, and just see how things are going to play out, right? And I like that. I, that, that to me, says this, like, he's a thinker. Like, he, he doesn't want, want to just, like, pop off right off the bat, but, uh, but he's got to call out truth, too, as we'll see. Feel me? Sucks watching people sleep. sleep. I understand now why the higher ups call people sheep. They go where you send them. Of all the things that should offend them, they only focus on what you tell them should upset them. Yo, tell me that's not true in the world right now. They they should be offended by certain stuff, and I and I can get into some politics kind of stuff, right? But uh, stuff that should naturally offend people uh, doesn't offend them because they got their their political leaders or their news source that's telling them, no, no, don't be upset about that. Be upset about this over here. Uh, I remember when that Jesse Smollett thing popped up, right? And the media was like, yeah, yeah, this happened, this happened, this happened. Turned out the dude was lying the whole time. And, um, and at the end of it, people weren't even upset that they just got manipulated by by this guy and by their, their, by their media source. They weren't upset because, like, the media was like immediately off to something else. Like people just get manipulated so easy. Uh, and he's like, yeah, it's, it's amazing because they're called sheep. Like the higher ups, they call these people sheep and that's exactly what they act like. And here's the thing, man, the Bible calls people sheep. So it's not like, it's not like that's a hundred percent offense, right? The Bible even calls people sheep. I think what's important is what shepherd are you following? Jesus says, my sheep know my voice, and they come when I call. But there's a lot of people that are claiming to be a fold of the flock of God, but don't actually know what his voice sounds like, because they got all these other sources that are telling them all this other stuff. And so it's like, which, which shepherd are you going to listen to? And I think that's what Bizzle's getting at. Um, there's people that are sheep, they're just, they're in the wrong fold. I remember this music exec Told me the people are sheep Most of them stupid as heck Focus on you, get a check But I refuse to mislead people If you are misled Just to be mocked by the same people I choose to protect It's like I'm back in the day Going against mass And getting attacked by the slaves Oof That's a, that's a bar right there it, it feels like I'm back in the day When I'm trying to help I'm trying to help my people out And my people turn around and tell on me Like I'm trying to help set them free, but they just want to go back into this slavery. Whew. That's a bar that's a bar right there. Come on, y'all. Taking my lashes while they laughing away Cause they don't know that I was trying to free them uh, They played a clip for them, told them I was trying to leave them uh, I found out they putting poison in what they feed us They kill us slow from the inside and make us Ooh, I, I found out they was putting poison in our food They're trying to make us weaker from the inside out they said he's trying to steal your food. He wants your children to starve. They showed a picture of me burning all the shit we've been eating. Oof. While I'm trying to while I'm trying to call out this poison and and I'm burning all this stuff because it's not healthy for us. 
somebody takes a video clip, but the only thing you show is the video clip. You don't, you don't talk about the context of the video clip. And, yo, how many times does that happen, man, in our world where, um, you know, you got these video clips that go out with no context to them. And people are just like, yeah, so-and-so did this or so-and-so said that. It's like, well, that's not even the full context of what was being said. Why don't you, why don't you understand what they're saying, what they're going through before you, before you jump down the throat and, and demonize them? You say they're out here burning food trying to make our babies starve, but that's not it. I'm trying to help save you from the poison. Whew. Bars, man. Cause when the truth make them shook at me, they drum up a case. If they can change how you look at me, you laugh while they whooping me in front of your face. The right narrative can bury who they want to erase. The right narrative can bury who they want to erase. Facts. Remember Lauren Hill spoke up? Crazy. Chappelle didn't want to wear a dress when he left. He was crazy. Yeah, he was in the bed with their celebrities calling himself Jesus. But when he met Jesus, crazy. <laughs> you see how they, he's just talking about how they do people, man. People that try to speak up. They just, uh, they try to speak up. They try to educate people. They try to point out some flaws that are going on. And the community says, oh, that person's crazy. They done gone crazy. We can't talk to them no more. We can't look at them no more. Let's let's just not even let's say not let's not even acknowledge their existence. They're they're coon. They're they're uh, they're Uncle Tom. They're they're this. They're that. Right, man. That's it's true. Those, those are facts right there. Trump was they buddy. They all got money before he ran for president. These same folks loved him. I wonder what changed though. Mm. Is it because he racist and wouldn't like the White House up like a rainbow? Woo! Was it was it because he was racist that people don't like him, or because he didn't bow to a particular agenda? Woo! Bars. You don't find it funny that the same Grammys and Oscars we call racist claim to hate him because of that. A whole industry that promotes evil consistently. Now they hate evil and shame people who disagree. Woo! The same industry that loves evil, loves evil, promotes evil in any way they can, all kind of evil. Killing children, um, murdering people, stealing stuff. The same people that promote evil now want to call out somebody else for being evil? Oof. Come on, man. Eat some of that he bring on himself, and so do Gato. Can't meet with him, agree with him, or say his name, no. Can't even, can't even talk to him? Can't, can't, can't have a conversation with him? You just got to call him crazy and just put him aside? Call you a coon, Uncle Tom, and say you ain't black. You wonder why Joe Biden feel comfortable enough to say. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think I think he said, uh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And he was comfortable saying it, right? But but the other side can't say it. Whew. These are bars, man. Uh, man, this 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 joint hit me deep. So I'm hoping it's hitting y'all deep too. Say that. Isn't that the same way used to manipulate cats calling you homophobic when you don't agree with their plans? Black folks running the same plays the gays ran because black lives didn't matter till we shook they hands. Then it was first gay NFL player black. Then it was first gay NBA player black. Then they had a wedding at the Grammys presented by him and a black rapper. And guess who officiated that? A black woman. They used our oppression as a tool for protection. Ooh, they used our oppression as a tool for protection. Yo, 
and I'm going to say this, man. Like, there's a lot of people that come through, and this, this is what hip-hop does, right? Hip-hop doesn't, it doesn't pull any punches. So if, if like, you're offended at the song, then, then the song is, does, does its job. Like, it, it's almost like that's what the art form was originally designed for. It was, it was like shock and awe kind of thing, but it, but it was laced with truth. And so I was telling my wife the other day, there's certain people that have latched on to um, black people's pain and use it as a way to further their own plans. And that's exactly what Bizzle's talking about, man. Um, whew, these are bars right here. And sympathy is a weapon, just like you. I see the dots start connecting as these fake Jews call gay anti-Semitic. History of oppression, you can't disagree with them. Sympathy is a weapon, if you do, you mistreating them. They ripped the black billionaire in front of your face to say no matter how rich you get, stay in your place. Nigga, promote sex, drugs, murder on the daily. You can kill babies, you can say a man got pregnant by a lady. Wow, yeah, where our world is right now. You can... <laughs> You can kill. You can just kill babies. Uh, matter of fact, there's been some laws passed here recently. I want to say, in uh, like Montana or Wyoming or something like that, they just passed a law that uh, if a baby is born, and and maybe I'm wrong by this. Y'all can fact check me if you want to. Let me know if I'm wrong. But I want to say they just passed a law that said if, if the baby is born uh, after a, like a a mishandled abortion, that you could just let it lay there until it does die. And yo, man, this is this is this is not like this isn't like a physical warfare. That like this isn't a matter of like just physical stuff that's happening in our world, man. These are these are spiritual battles, man. Like there was a demonic spirit that was behind uh, the god of like Chemosh, where they would or Molech, where they would build statues and light a fire above underneath, above underneath the statue and they put their baby on the statues. The same spirit that was at work within that. Is the same spirit that's at work right now, man. People are, are glorifying their own um, their own self worship. They, they are heating this their heart. This is going to affect my life in some kind of way. That's a spiritual matter. This is a spiritual battle, and um, we can, we can just kill we can just kill the babies. We can also just say, you know what? Let's just flip reality all the way around and say that a man could be a woman. Like two can equal two is actually three. It's, it's, it's wild, and, you know, I'm glad cats like this are, are calling out the truth. I, I pray to God that more people listen. I know that um, there's there's certain beef going on right now. Um, like, Jewish people are listening to some stuff that's being said about them, and they're like, we're not having it. This is all anti-Semitic. And um, there's people that are like, well, we're not trying to be anti-Semitic. Like, we're not against you, but we do have to call out stuff that's happening. Nope, nobody's above somebody calling attention to stuff that they see with their very own eyes. Like that's that's not trying to be anti-Semitic. It's just it's just saying what people see, and so there's some people that don't like that. And um, you know, hopefully this video doesn't get struck down because I'm not I'm not saying one way or another. I'm just saying like conversations need to happen. How about that? How about that? Really, the things that you can't say don't make you question why what you can say is great. Hmm. You ever wonder why the things you can't say are okay? The things you can say are okay. But the things you can't will get you canceled. Like there's certain stuff you can't say because society will just come against you. 
they'll call it like hot takes or something like that. Or they'll, uh, well, that's a hot take. Or uh, they just get mad and, and try to turn you over to whatever authority they can appeal to. It's a, it's a crazy messed up world right now. I'm a killer nigga, I'm a killer Jew One of those are wrong, one of those are cool One of those will get a rich black man canceled The other one to put a new Grammy on his mantle But what do I know, I'm just a Christian rapper Black entrepreneur, black father active Black husband rapping like he care about a black life Black philanthropist, water to Africa and the Flint Black man of God with a catalog Your children can rap along, waiting to call with you Oh I'm just I'm just a rapper who has a catalog that you can listen to this stuff while the kids are in the car with you. Like you ain't gotta I'm a I'm a I'm an artist that I don't have to hide what I'm writing. A lot of hip hop, like you can't you'll you'll rhyme it, cats will rhyme it, but they're like, I ain't gonna let my kids listen to it. He's like, nah, I'm I'm trying to keep it on the up. Bars. And it's what you saying? And I ain't saying this so y'all support me. I'm just trying to show you what y'all been calling corny. People remember the narrative is imperative. Yep. What other reason would you slip on Jesus and choose Barabbas? Mm. Mm. What other reason would the people of God flip on Jesus and choose therapists? What other reason? And, he, and he's going to call back to a minute. Like, why? What would make people, the people of God? choose Barabbas instead of Jesus what spiritual force is at work that's still even now today what makes what makes a, like the Christian community prefer a therapist over the life the life giving life originating measures of Christ himself it's a spiritual battle Choosing the killers over the hillers, huh? We still follow whatever leaders they give us, huh? Look at the ones with the most influence. They won't go against the grain. They paid to make the grain look dope to us. Mm. I digress, y'all. Yo, so when they were coming out with the COVID joint, I remember when I first had my alarm set off, uh, they had Manny Fresh and uh, and Juvenile and them come out with Vax That Thing Up. And, uh, (laughs) And just recently, man, when they were trying to get people to vote, they pulled out Trina and some other cat. I don't even know who that cat is. Um, no, no voting, no fucking. And I'm like, what is happening? But, but, like he's saying, like, in order to make it cool to us, they'll pull out like these these community leaders and convince them it's cool, so then they can manipulate the people that are up under them. Knowing it's not cool, because people have minds for themselves, but because these people who they think are cool because they're popular because they're popular if they say it's cool then I must be wrong so I'm gonna just change my mind to follow what's popular he's like man stop getting manipulated stop being corny I just be over here corny watching all the cool rappers put a dress on mm. I just want you to take a look at the industry close Hollywood and music look at the symmetry look at what they push look at what they claim to be about look how anybody in disagreement get weeded out think about what you and them agree about abortion is same sex and one result they both bring about death, death. but God is life so the plan is murder your seed and make sure it don't get planned Yo, tell me that's not the works of Satan, right? God says, go be fruitful and multiply. And Satan in response says, well, let's, let's cap that right off the bat, right? So let me, let me have them participate in, um, in a lifestyle that's not going to bring about any, any fruit, any seeds, right? Or 
when they do participate in it, let's put some kind of disease in there that'll bring them death. Or if they do try to bring about some kind of seed, let's tell them it's cool to kill that seed. And Satan is just like, bam, 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 winning, winning, winning. And people are just letting them win. It's crazy, right? Bars, 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 bars. Y'all remember God made a promise to Abraham to multiply his seed. Now look at Satan's plan. He got his brainwashed so bad. We march for the right to do it to ourselves. Look, my no hands. Oh, we we marching for the right to do it to ourselves. Jews, you don't think the devil real, so you can't see it. So you never understand why they hate Jesus. No. Just beware of wickedness in high places, claiming they Jews, but they the synagogue of Satan. This. I was on a plane the other day, and I'm watching this movie called Ocean's 8. And these ladies, they were pulling off this bank heist. And halfway through the movie, I realized I'm rooting for the bank robber. Yo, yo, when I heard this, when I heard this little part, right, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's talking about Ocean's 8, but, like, I remember, like, Set It Off. Y'all remember set, the movie Set It Off? Um, Queen Latifah and Jada Pickett and... Uh, like Vivica Fox, and I forget the other lady's name right offhand, but they're all like, they're doing, they're like robbing banks, and you're rooting for the bank robbers. Like you said, like Ocean's Eight, you're you're rooting for the people that are hurting other people. And it's crazy, and he's he's going to talk about like, he's going to get into it a little bit. Like I I like how he puts this part, but yeah, I've had that where I was like, why am I rooting for the bad guy right now? And the, but the, the director is able to tell a, such a compelling story that you find yourself rooting for evil. It's crazy. They're, they're the bad guys, but that's whose side I'm on in this thing. I want them to get away. And I ask myself, how is the Christian going for the bad guy in the movie? And I know you'd be like, oh, but it's just a movie. Uh, I've never watched the episode of SVU and was hoping that the pedophile got off. Never not once. So what's the difference? What's the difference? Why is it when I watch Bad Boys, I'm going for the cops? When I watch Takers, I'm going for the robbers. Then it hit me. The director is able to present this thing in such a way that he can control which side I fall on. Facts. So my question to you is, if this director can do this with his finite brain, how much more do you think Satan is able to do? Is he controls the people who control the narrative. Oh, I'm going to stop it right there. Because um, I think that is the point of the whole song of why it's called Bamboozled. Because the battle is not the things we're seeing with our eyes, man. There's a spiritual battle that's going on. That's going on behind the scenes. And Bizzle is able to use this medium of hip-hop, Christian hip-hop in particular. Uh, because I don't think there's a lot of cats just in like mainstream hip-hop. That call out something like this. That just that see the evil and call it out for what it is. Um, I think I think Kanye tried it, or Ye, whatever he wants to be called these days. I think he tried it. But I don't think he's I don't think he was strong enough in his faith, man. Um and that's not that's not me bagging on where he's at in his faith. It's just this is a this is a battle. Like you're not gonna put somebody fresh out of out of boot camp in a in a highly um in a highly fought like battle sphere like you're, you're not going to do that to him like you're not going to put somebody who hasn't even gone barely gone through pilot training up in a dog fight in in a fifth generation stealth fighter you know what i'm saying like you're not going to do that and i think that's what like i think yay tried to go from just getting introduced just joining up in basic training 
to putting like fresh off the street directly into the cockpit of a uh, fifth generation stealth fighter. Like it's just you're gonna get shot down because this is a spiritual battle. Uh, and cats like Bizzle have have been Christians for a lot longer. Uh, they've gone through these ups and downs. Man, Bizzle been in the game for a minute, as as far as I know. And some of these other cats like Shylin and these folks are like writing books and putting out this medium of hip hop, and they're addressing this stuff. And I hope, to, to the glory of God, I hope people are paying attention. Um, I hope they're not just saying, oh, that's hip-hop, so I can't listen to that. I hope, because hip-hop is not just, it's not just about the music with hip-hop. The, the beats are pretty much always dope, so don't get me wrong. But you can't just listen to it without listening to the rhyme schemes and where, and where things rhyme. In the in the stanzas and the cadence, like you, you you can't just be a casual listener. You got to sometimes you got to get by yourself and just listen to what's being said because like the messages are too deep sometimes for a casual listen. And uh, and this is one of those songs, man. Like all the stuff he was calling out was not for the sake of calling it out. It's for the it's for the sake of making people realize that there's an actual enemy that's behind the scenes that's bamboozling people into believing these things are cool and. Um, and you got to demonize and talk bad about the people that are pointing out rightness and, and justice and holiness. Like you got to, you got to make sure they're over off to the side and you're not able to listen to them. Instead, you need to listen to the people that are participating and are, are a part of the scheme. Listen to them because they actually know what they're talking about. They're, they're way cooler than those cats over there. So if I can't get them on cool points, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a get them on Well, they've betrayed their culture. If I can't get them on, they've betrayed their culture. Oh, they must be crazy, and you can't listen to them. I'm like Satan is Satan is a master at getting people to um, to not do what they're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be taking everything and being like Bereans and listening to it, listen, listening for the cultural context, listening to how it all points to Christ. That's the reason why I want to put a channel like this together, man. That's that's the reason why I think the road to Emmaus is still winding its way to Christ today. Is because we have so much going on culturally, and I don't think we're in actual practice of looking at things through a Christ-centered lens. I think I think a lot of times we, even in the church, have been bamboozled, and we need we need fresh ears. We need we need casts like this that are just calling it out and saying, "Yo, these things are wrong, and they're indicative of a master schemer behind the scenes. He's he's the father of lies, and he's back there, and he's he's getting people to believe all these lies." And the sooner we see who the real enemy is, and there's a lot of people that listen to this and say, um, "Oh, he's he's talking bad about Jewish people. Let's let's cancel it." Oh, he said the he said the N word. Let's put a particular label on it to where it's um, it's it's in this category. Now people can't listen to it, and not listening to like, yo, that that's not the offensive part. The offensive part is we've been hoodwinked by an actual enemy that's trying to murder our souls. And you're, and you're upset about words. Don't be upset about words. Be upset about the assault on your soul. That's that's what's at the that's what's at the base of all this, right? And that's what I think. That's what one of the things Jesus would have told us. If, like if we were walking down at Emmaus Road, and um, and Jesus is walking there beside us, and he's he's maybe listening to a song like this, and he's like, "Yo, you know the actual enemy he's talking about, right?" You know, you know, when I was out in the desert, he was he was trying to tempt me to do some of the same stuff. You know, like back in the garden, 
when I made Adam and Eve in perfection, he was there to, to throw them off track. And he, and he didn't, he didn't throw them off track by just, um, <laughs> by just making himself the enemy, right? He made himself the friend, but by the end of it, he's got Adam blaming Eve, Eve trying to blame shift to something else, both of them blaming God and and the world falls apart. And the same thing is happening today, man. When people try to call out what's right, you've got people in the community that say, well, don't listen to that dude. He's crazy. Don't listen to that dude. He's a coon. Like he's a, he's a, he's a uncle Tom. He's basically an Oreo black on the outside, white on the inside. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that girl. She's, she might, uh, she might sound educated, but she's stupid. Same, same thing with that Adam and Eve did, man. Trying, trying to blame shift as opposed to just taking, taking the truth that's laid out in front of them, seeing who the real actual enemy is, and then using or asking God for the power to fight against those enemies. Asking God to like, God, I, I don't have the tools to fight this enemy. I need you to fight this battle for me. And God said, vengeance belongs to me. I'll fight this battle for you. I just need my people to believe and trust in me. You want to know what you could do to work for me? Believe. Believe in my son. I think I'm going to wrap it up there, man. I get hype. I get hype on this stuff. And I'll, I'm going to definitely like fiddle around with, with all this stuff and, and try to bring new content and stuff like that. Yo, if you're listening on the podcast, um, thank you all for tuning in, man. I appreciate you all, man. Keep sharing, keep sharing what we're doing over here. If you're listening on uh, watching on YouTube, uh, thank y'all for the love, man. I appreciate y'all. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. That helps the channel. And the, and the more you interact with the content, the more uh, it tells the algorithm that this is something that other people would want to see. And they'll, and they'll share it with other people. So giving, giving like thumbs up, giving like comments, uh, watching it all the way through <laughs> if you can. All that stuff helps. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I'm going to wrap it up and get up out of here. Um, y'all know I love y'all, man. And, and thank you. Thank you for being with me on this journey, man. As we some, Sometimes the roads are straight, man. Sometimes the roads are windy, man. Um, but we love Jesus. And, and he's going to come to make all things right. So I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in to the Emmaus Proposition. And y'all, until next time, grace and peace. <laughs>